Lindell TV is pleased to present the Sentinel Report with your host, Alex Newman. Alex has written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to Epoch Times and foreign correspondent and senior editor for the New American Magazine. Alex is the author of several books and has been a guest on countless radio and television programs and is a much sought after conference speaker. Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family, and freedoms from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the United States Constitution. And now, here is your host, Alex Newman. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Sentinel Report. Thank you so much for tuning in on this beautiful day that the Lord has made. We're actually going to skip our news segment today, folks, because we have a very special guest, uh, one of the leaders of the liberty movement of the opposition to global tyranny in Europe. And so uh, we're going to spend the whole show today with our guest. I think you're really going to be blessed by this. Uh, He has some incredible insights, and he really is uh, on the cutting edge of defending freedom, uh, not just in his nation, in, in the Netherlands, where he serves in parliament, but uh, on the entire European continent. So uh, we're very excited to have him. Uh, before we get there, uh, our daily Bible verse, 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, says this, Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. So uh, that's a little bit of encouragement for you today, folks. I know it seems like evil is running absolutely wild uh, all over our country and all over the world. But our Lord came into this world to destroy the works of the devil, and he is already victorious. Uh, Before we get to our guests, folks, uh, a little fact for you. Florida, my home state, is reigniting the debate after it just rolled out its new Don't Tread on Me license plates last month. So now drivers in my beautiful state, the Sunshine State, the free state of Florida, can order a Don't Tread on Me license plate complete with yellow and black Gadsden flag images. And uh, this, of course, is from our Revolutionary War, our War for Independence. And this is a proud moment for patriots all across America. But what about the folks who live in the other 49 states and can't get this amazing license plate? Well, listen closely, folks, I'm going to reveal a new way to showcase your don't tread on me without having a license plate. And that is uh, a new United We Stand coin. You can put it in your pocket. You can take it with you in your gear or in your vehicle as a reminder of the responsibility that we all have as patriots to defend our great country. Uh, In addition to being an honorable and a great accessory for everyday carrying, it also doubles as a gift-worthy collectible, and it'll last for generations. Folks, there are already thousands of satisfied Americans all across this country proudly carrying their United We Stand coin everywhere they go. So you can try it, review it, inspect it. It's the United We Stand coin. You get it risk-free, 60 days. All you got to do is go to United We Stand Coin or click on the link below if you're looking at us in the archives. It's free. All you got to do is cover shipping. And of course, it's time sensitive. So enter your details and you'll get this coin on your doorstep in just a few short days. All right, folks, without further ado, again, we're going to skip our news segment for today because we have a member of the Dutch parliament, Thierry Baudet. Uh, He is the founder and leader of the Forum for Democracy, uh, one of the greatest um, liberty-minded political parties on the old continent, on in Europe, and he's been a member of the Dutch House of Representatives since 2017. He's also the leader of his party, and he wrote an incredible book, folks. Uh, I, I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's called The COVID Conspiracy, The Globalist Takeover and the Great Reset, and it has a preface written by none other than the great Steve Bannon, whose show is, of course, also on this network. 
TLE Baudet, thank you so much for joining us today. It's really an honor to have you. I've followed your uh, your incredible work for a long time, and uh, it's just it's great to have you with us. Um, before we get into the policy side and what's happening in the Netherlands, what's happening in Europe, what's happening around the world, um, you know, personal question: Why did you decide to get involved? What got you involved in politics? You used to be in think tank, and now you're you're in the political scene. Uh, what happened? Well, uh, first of all, of course, uh, thank you for having me, and all the best to, to your viewers. I'm really excited to be talking to an American audience today. And thank you very much also for your complimentary words about my book, uh, The COVID Conspiracy. It is appearing in two weeks time. So it's very exciting. Um, and um, yeah, the, the, the reason for me, so I was a, I was a university guy. I was uh, working for several universities. I had done my PhD and I've been writing newspaper articles and so on. And then um, what happened in 2015 and 16 in the Netherlands, and it's very topical actually, it's, it's very ironical how, how much of that is still taking place, it was we had a referendum on the association agreement that the EU, the European Union, wanted to conclude with Ukraine. And uh, I was, I've been a Eurosceptic for many years. I was a great supporter of the Brexit referendum, for example, been friends with Nigel Farage for many years, uh, but um, but I also saw in this association agreement uh, uh, yet another uh, attempt by the European Union to expand its powers and to assume geopolitical uh, 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 geopolitical role uh, for itself. And so I campaigned against this um, association agreement. I was the, actually the, one of the leading figures in the campaign against the association agreement. And two-thirds of the Dutch population voted against it. And what happened then in the summer of 2016 was that the Dutch referendum was completely and utterly ignored by our government. The, um, the, the Prime Minister of the Netherlands, his name is Mark Rutte, uh, he's still the Prime Minister actually, but he said, well, we will, we will listen to the concerns of the population, but ultimately we will just push this through. And um, uh, it's, um, uh, it's, it's been in that summer of 2016 when I thought, okay, so I can write books, I can write articles, I can even organize a referendum and win it, but they will still ignore you. So I've I have to cross the Rubicon. I have to, I have to go into politics. So I set up a political party, and um, and I participated in the elections in 2017, and luckily I got elected, and and I've been building my party ever since. And I, yeah, I I still don't feel a, a typical politician. I I'm not someone who goes to all the debates in Parliament and who enjoys this the parliamentary theater because that's essentially what it is. But I do feel that it was a, the right decision for me to take because obviously our impact now is so much bigger than it than it ever would have been as a, as a think tank or as, a, as an author and it also enables us which is one of the things I'm doing right now to build the international alliance because from parliament it's also a, a place where you can jump to to uh, to other nations and it's, it's quite easy to make connections so that's that's a little bit of our history. That's fantastic. And, uh, you know, we agree with you. We, we very rarely have politicians on this show. Um, not big fans of politicians, but uh, there are some statesmen in the United States and in many of our states and around the world that uh, 
uh, are not the typical politician, and that's the type of people we like to bring on this show. So uh, thank you for that. And actually, I was living in Europe when these events that you described happened. It was shocking. Uh, several nations voted no, and they did it anyway. Um, truly incredible. Um, and you know, I've watched with horror. I was living in Switzerland when the EU was born. I spent time living in France and in Sweden. Uh, and it's just it's like a nonstop steamroller. So since we're on the topic of the EU, I want to talk about that. Uh, the EU seems to never be satisfied. Uh, now they want to build you know, a full-blown European army. They want to control uh, immigration policy. They want to take over more and more areas. Uh, what's the end goal? Where are they going with this? Uh, now we have the, the head of the EU coming out and saying we're going to have EU-wide energy rationing. I mean, it, yes. it's really getting incredible. Where, where does this stop if, uh, if the nations of Europe, if the, the people of Europe don't put a stop to this? Well, uh, my view uh, is that it will stop at a a bu bureaucratic totalitarian state. Uh, and I'm not sure how many of your viewers will have read um, Alexis de Tocqueville's fantastic book about America. It's called Democracy in America. And it was written in 1835, 1840, so almost 200 years ago. But it's a, it's a fabulous description of the dangers in a democratic age. And the main danger that Tocqueville, uh, the, the French philosopher, describes is the, the danger of a bureaucratic nanny state that regulates every tiny aspect of its citizens' lives, um, destroys greatness, destroys free economic exchange, but takes care of people in a, in a way uh, as if these, these people are a, a flock of industrious animals. They're <laughs> rather like children. And um, uh, kept in in perpetuate uh, uh, parenthood by the state, and that's that's essentially what the EU is. It's it's the bureaucratic, totalitarian state that Tocqueville foresaw two hundred years ago, and it's it's really happening all over the world uh, as we speak. The scary thing to me is that while uh, politi political leaders sometimes pay lip service to the danger that China poses to freedom. But deep down, they admire China. They admire the Chinese model of government, the social credit system, the complete control over citizens' lives, the Internet having turned from a, a, a free place of exchange into the platform that is uniquely uh, censor, censorable and uniquely capable of being censured um, and uh, the, so the European Union really is the the darling of the globalists it's it's the it's the epitome it's the, it's the perfect example of how these people the, the globalists the, the World Economic Forum people whatever you want to call them how they would like to govern they are unaccountable. Nobody can vote them out of office. It's impossible to vote the European Commission out of office. And they have a mandate, essentially, to regulate anything they want, from how long, as you say, uh, energy rationing, food rationing. These are things that are currently on the table in Brussels with the European Union. And um, the, the irony is, or the, the sad element about it, I'm sure... Some of your American viewers have heard about the farmer riots here in the Netherlands. So the Netherlands is, is traditionally quite a, um, quite a rural country. We have a very active and very productive class of farmers. And they export quite a lot of food. 
to other European countries, but also to America and, and, and so on. And because of literally absurd bureaucratic regulations from the EU, which demand that we maintain a particular percentage of hay and clover in our landscape, 40% of our farmers are currently in the process of being disowned and expropriated. And so this is, this is all within the reach of the European Union. And nobody can vote these people out of office. It's a, it's a very undemocratic and very worrying situation. Yeah, it's truly incredible. And uh, to the folks out there, you know, before you laugh at the Europeans for being in this mess, uh, there are plans to do the same thing to us here in the United States as well. They're just not quite as developed. But uh, we are in the crosshairs as well. I guarantee it. Uh, Thierry, uh, uh, one of the really interesting things that just happened, the Swedish elections. Um, the Swedish Democrats, the the one party that has really been skeptical of the mass migration, the party that's been skeptical of the European Union, uh, just absolutely clobbered the opposition after nonstop uh, demonization, hate from the other parties, hate from the media. Uh, and they are now the largest party in the right wing coalition that is set to form the next government. Uh, do you see that as a hopeful sign? I mean, if, if the people in Sweden are, are coming around, the people in the Netherlands are coming around, uh, do you think the voters will be able to uh, to hold this a bureaucratic monstrosity at bay or what do you think where's it going so um the first part of your question is it hopeful uh, in principle yes you know whenever the tide moves in the, in the right direction i'm always happy to see it will it be enough though that is a much harder question and the the answer to that question my uh, my my idea of the answer to that question is that um, we have to understand how power actually works. And this is something I have come to discover since being in politics. It was a great deception for me to witness what happens in Parliament and, and, and to see how you get different secretaries of state and you get a different prime minister. And sometimes even in the United States, you can, you can elect a different president. But there's a, a different layer of power that is... In a way, it's it's right underneath elected officials, but in another way, it's actually above the elected officials, and that's what we call the deep state. That's the mm. the bureaucratic structure, which includes the financial system, which includes the non-governmental organizations, the international organizations. There's a whole there's a whole network that has been spun that is so powerful, in my view frighteningly powerful that it's excruciatingly difficult even if if you would achieve the, the actual majority as a revolutionary party as a, as a democratic party as a party that seeks to protect european nation states and and our traditions and our christian heritage and so on and so forth all these things that we stand for it would be almost impossible to actually execute the the necessary policy changes, because you 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 will you will be faced uh, in front of a system that will not work with you, and that's why I am uh, very skeptical of political top-down change. My my act, my view is now that what we need to do is we need to connect people like us. We all need to connect. We need to build what I sometimes call a parallel society. We have to think really in terms of 
which is uh, it's very uh, typical American tradition, actually. We have to think as settlers. We have to think, we have to do it ourselves. We have to, to create, um, uh, for example, we have to create uh, connections with farmers to get our food directly from the land. We have to set up our own schools. We have to build our own uh, news channels and, and, and talk shows and uh, start our publishing houses. And we really need to, to, to make a community for people like us who want to resist globalism, who want to defend traditional European civilization um, because I, well, I mean, there, it, it is always possible that a miracle happens and I thought the election of, of Donald Trump was a miracle it was, he came just God had put his esca- the escalator down from the heaven and there came Trump, you know, it was, was a fantastic moment, but, but his presidency as such I think was a deception as well he was not able to, to realize even a fraction of the revolutionary agenda that he had campaigned on. And, and I think that is precisely because of that, 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 that immense power of the, the system itself. So, sure, it's great that the Sweden Democrats have won. It's great when other national populists uh, win. But... Um, we have to manage our expectations from what, what, what politics can actually achieve. And we have to do it ourselves, ultimately. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Actually, I wrote a whole book on the deep state here in America, thwarting Donald Trump at every turn. So very familiar with this. And I, I tell people most Americans have not heard of the uh, British show, uh, Yes, Minister. But it, it, it's funny, it's hilarious, but it's also brilliant in how it shows the reality of these political politicians come in and then they give instructions to the bureaucrats and they say, oh, yes, minister, right away, minister. And then they go do whatever they <laughs> feel they like. Don't do it. It's truly amazing. Uh, folks, we're going to go to break real quick, but we're going to be right back on the other side of this break with more from this incredible statesman out of the Netherlands. We're going to ask him about uh, the Christian heritage of his nation that uh, actually came across the Atlantic to our nation. We're going to ask him about the mass migration that's happening and how uh, people who value liberty, people who value Western civilization uh, all across the West can unite and try to uh, preserve our countries, our traditions, our, uh, our values, etc. So stay tuned. We will be right back on The Sentinel Report. Are you concerned about your child's education? Have you considered looking into alternatives to public school but don't know where to start? Greater Than I Ministries will give you the tools you need with a free home educator's kit and 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Biblical Worldview video series. Available on DVD or streamed to your home or device, this series will thoroughly equip you and your family with the truth you need about the battle of ideas being waged against our families and our nation. And our free Home Educators Kit will provide you with links directly connecting you with all the resources you need if you're considering rescuing your children from the public indoctrination schools. Go to gtimin.com and click the green banner at the top to receive your free Home Educators Kit and 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Worldview video series. Again, that's gtimin.com and click the green banner at the top. You'll be glad you did. Hello, everyone. I hope you're enjoying the Sentinel Report with Alex Newman. Uh, We're so happy to have him over here at Lindell TV, and I hope you're enjoying his show. Great content. You know what? You can all support him and Lindell TV by getting the best special ever right now. We have on sale, using that promo code Newman, we have our slippers. 
They're normally $139.98, the biggest savings you'll ever have. You save $90, they're only $49.98. These have a 60-day money-back guarantee. If you don't like them, I guarantee, though, they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. They have a patented impact gel and other technology that took over a year to develop. You guys, these are the best. You can wear them like shoes. They look great. Um, everywhere I go in the country, this is what they're talking about me, about my slippers. They're going, how did you come up with them? It's amazing. They're great. And it really is true. They are great. And uh, so use that promo code Newman here, and uh, you're going to save $90. You get them for $49.98. Also, right here, if you order today using that promo code, you're going to get a, a free copy of my book. Oh, there it is. The buy one, get one free is still available here at frankspeech.com. Look at that. You get a buy one pill, get another one absolutely free. A set of sheets. I didn't see that. A set of sheets. You get any set of sheets and you get another one of equal or greater, of equal value, absolutely free. Um, you got, uh, you have the uh, the pillows. Buy one, get another one, absolutely free. The roll and go anywhere pillows, the flags with God, all things are possible. You guys, we have over 50 selections there. You got to get in and check those out. I use those more than I use my cell phone. And there's the towels. Buy one six-pack set, get another one absolutely free. Once again, thank you for all your support here at Lindell TV. Thanks for watching the Sentinel Report, and thank you, and God bless. All right, welcome back to the Sentinel Report, folks. I'm your host, Alex Newman. And uh, please support our sponsors. Go to uh, MyPillow.com or MyStore.com. Use that promo code Newman. Get yourself some great discounts on some amazing products. Also, go to GTIMIN.com. Get that free report on how to get your children out of public school. And also, the Biblical Worldview series is just phenomenal. I cannot recommend it highly enough. And, of course, we've talked uh, quite extensively on this show about the war on farmers. Uh, our guest has talked about how it's been uh, manifesting in the Netherlands as well, one of the— uh, most uh, one of the biggest agricultural exporters in the world, and they are now working to bankrupt and and destroy a big part of this incredibly significant agriculture sector. So, uh, if you want to get prepared for uh, possible food shortages and long-term storable food, you can go to preparewithsentinel.com. All right, folks, our guest today is a member of the Dutch Parliament, the Dutch House of Representatives MP uh, Thierry Baudet, and uh, he is a patriot. He loves his nation, and uh, he's doing his best to uh, protect his nation from the encroachment from the European Union uh, and all these different um, globalist forces, I guess, the great resetters, if you will, that are trying to uh, dramatically transform our nations and our civilizations. Uh, thanks again for being with us. Uh, the leader of the Forum for Democracy, that's the political party that you founded and lead um, uh, opposition party in the Netherlands. Um, I want to switch gears to to some history. Um, you know, the Dutch have an incredible Christian heritage that we share in America. In fact, uh, the the people who planted the seeds for our republic actually came over from the Netherlands. They escaped from England, they went to Holland, and then they settled in what eventually became Massachusetts uh, in search of religious freedom. They wanted to build a Christian society free from government persecution. Uh, and yet, uh, in the Netherlands, the the decay, the erosion of those foundations. Uh, has accelerated. It, it's gotten uh, far worse than it is in the United States. Uh, talk about the effort to to just transform the culture, to reshape the culture, and uh, and what does that mean? Why why is our culture worth preserving? Yeah, um, uh, it's true what you're saying. Uh, the um, the losing of uh, of our history and our traditions uh, has been a very rapid process here in the Netherlands and. I'm not sure there are uh, there are many countries which have seen such a rapid uh, 
um, uh, decline in church going, for example, and a decline in general in sense of identity and sense of history and sense of tradition uh, as the Netherlands. Um, my uh, view is that Western civilization, European civilization, is the greatest thing that has ever uh, existed under the stars. And um, this goes from the, your everyday experience, from walking through our magnificent cities. Mm. It's just, it, it, the beauty of European cities is absolutely breathtaking, in my view. And it's unmatched by anything that can be found in the world. Uh, so from that everyday experience that anyone who lives in our cities can have every day to the most um, um, esoteric uh, achievements of our society, our, our civilization, classical music, opera, um, uh, and, and of course our religious heritage, which is intertwined obviously beautifully the, the philosophy of it with our architecture, because at the center of every European city, you will find a marketplace, which is usually the cities are built concentrically. So not, uh, not like matrixes, uh, as uh, Amer many American cities are built, but the, our cities are usually concentric. And so at the center, there's a church. And it's just, it, the, the symbolism of that cannot be lost on anyone. It's so beautiful to, to live together around this spiritual center, but also architectural center. And, and the center where the marketplace is, where things happen, and there's there's God as well. It's 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 fantastic, and this of course has been systematically destroyed by modernism in architecture, which is, in my view, among the greatest crimes against humanity to have been committed in the past century. So the 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 breathtaking uh, city views in, in Europe have all been deformed by some brick building uh, and, uh, 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 and glass on steel that doesn't fit in with the, the traditional environment. So there we see it in, in a very direct way. Um, but of course, I, I suspect your question was also aimed at the more spiritual element of the loss of roots and the deracination of, of European life. And that is uh, sad, sadly visible as well. We see that increasing numbers of people report psychological trauma, are depressed, mm. have burnouts, um, re remain single the rest of their lives, are incapable of finding a partner, of, of setting up a family. And there's a sort of, there's a, a, a coming together here now of all these deeper spiritual elements. Uh, I think the, the light just went off. I'll try to Get to, to fix it later, and the, the practical consequences of the terrible policies that have been imposed on us. You, you mentioned earlier mass immigration, which is also it's a, it's a crime against humanity, in my view, mass immigration, because it destroys, it's cultural genocide in a way, it destroys a society, it destroys the fabric of society. And so, but another consequence of this for the Netherlands has been that housing prices have risen to levels that it's now utterly unaffordable for a normal working class, middle class even, person to buy a house and therefore to start a family. Mm. So we see the convergence of economic elements, spiritual elements, 
atomization, ugliness all around us. It really is the, the, the bleak landscape of European life today. Yeah, it's tr it's truly sad. And but you know, as you mentioned, uh, I, I encourage folks out there if you've never been to Europe. I mean, the the cities are so beautiful. They're all even the little villages. They're all built around these beautiful churches. Unfortunately, we don't have nearly as many in the United States. But uh, Europe is truly a, a gem. And of course, uh, America. Uh, was created uh, from this civilization. People left from there and, and built another civilization here that was based on the values, the principles, the, the religious system that existed in the old country. Um, we're almost out of time, Thierry, but I want to ask you uh, in, in the last minute or two that we have left, uh, what do you recommend that people do? How do people get involved? How do people resist this? And then also, of course, uh, what's the best way to get your book uh, for somebody in the United States? Yes, uh, well, thank you. Um, the, um, the best way to resist, in my view, is to build a parallel world. Uh, we have just, with my party, we've just opened our first elementary school. Um, so that is something that I'm really proud of. This is something we're doing. We're setting up schools. We're setting up food change, connections with farmers, all these things that people can do. And then secondly, about my book, The COVID Conspiracy with uh, Steve Bannon's uh, preface, it will be available um, uh, in the U.S. from October onwards, but people can already order it on AmsterdamBooks.com. Now, there you can pre-order it, and it will be with you as soon as it appears. Fantastic. Uh, Thierry Baudet, uh, thank you so much for coming on the program. Uh, thank you for sharing your insight. Thank you for uh, leading the fight in the Netherlands and Europe uh, for all that is good and right. We sure appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll get you back very soon. Pleasure to have you. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. Bye -bye. All right, folks, a true statesman from Europe. Go get the book. Uh, it's critical. Stay tuned right here on Lindell TV or whatever platform you're watching us on. We sure appreciate you. Use that promo code Newman at MyPillow.com or MyStore.com for great deals. And share this content out, folks. Uh, you know, the, the social media companies don't like us. The the uh, big tech, the uh, fake media, they all want to silence and censor this information. They want to demonize people like uh, the great statesman that you just saw now. Uh, it, it's terribly sad that people who try to defend our nation, our liberties, our civilization uh, are targeted like that. But hey, we don't have to put up with that. And I agree with him. You know, we need to start creating our own institutions, our own schools, our own networks, our own media platforms like this right here. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm Alex Newman. This is the Sentinel Report. God willing, we shall be with you again very soon. Until next time, God bless you all.